You are listening to Something Rather Than Nothing. Creator and host, Ken Vellante. Editor and producer, Peter Bauer. This is Ken Vellante with the Something Rather Than Nothing podcast, and uh, pleased this episode to have Buddy Nestor, uh, incredible uh, painter, uh, artist, um, and just a, a, a wild, uh, just just an encounter with uh, Buddy's art for me is a, a wild experience, and one which has had me uh, thinking since I first saw his art. Uh, Buddy Nestor, thanks so much for joining uh, Something Rather Than Nothing, and just wanted to welcome you to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, buddy, I uh, was just wondering when you were uh, when when you were younger, were you, were you uh, did you see yourself as 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 an artist? Did you do art things? What what interested you? I, I mean, like if you go back to being real, I, I think I always sort of did. Um, even like you know, say at certain points, like uh, where maybe I wasn't creating art, like you know, and like like middle school kind of era, you know, where you kind of chase girls around or into sports or whatever. I, I always yeah. thought of myself as an artist because I, I drew all the time um, as a kid. And um, I, I was an only child also. So uh, I spent a lot of time, you know, entertaining myself and, and drawing for sure was a great way to do that. So, you know, I, I started drawing, you know, and coloring and all that from the time, you know, you can, hold the crayons or someone's willing to give them to you without you know thinking you might eat one um so yeah it's probably drawing <laughs> it takes a little was... while yeah the eating yeah. crayon period <laughs> yeah and and um and my mom will still talk about but um i was really uh <clears throat> like like uh anally specific about details like if i was and you know this is this is going back like pre-kindergarten like if i colored out of the lines like i and i guess i just knew like what big posters look like or what like photographs look like. So um, like drawing, I remember specifically like drawing out of the lines and I was just using Brown on like a monkey cartoon or, com- or um, coloring book. And I lost my fucking mind. Like, like almost like, you know, like blubber puke crying. Yeah. Because yeah. I, you know, uh, went outside of the lines, which now I think is pretty funny because what, you know, the stuff that I do, for fine art is is very like you know a lot of the paints thrown or sanded or kicked or squished or you know it's it's certainly not like the details are kind of like lost so it's i'm kind of the exact opposite now when i make make work it's a kind of maybe maybe almost a loss of that control is important for me because in a certain way i'm you know i i want to have that control there yeah, like um, I could see at least initially as far as like the contours of the body or certain parts of the body on some of the, the, the recent images of the mouth or the face and th- that the, the contours and the borders are what what you're working on. But back when you were a kid, you you didn't want to go beyond that border. You kind of lose it, right? Right. Yeah. 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 I guess so. You know, and you think like I guess in your mind as a kid, you have a what you think might be the perfect way of doing something like that. And it's, you know, it's very specific now, like when I'm painting, I want to play and, you know, find a new way to do something, you know, a new way to paint possibly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
And buddy, I I I I've read you know some of the things you said and and listened to some of your podcasts and 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 such and learned a little bit about you that way. One of the pieces I uh, connected to was kind of the the influences. Ah, maybe in your thinking, your work, it doesn't matter. The influences on you of uh, things like film, TV, in particular horror. I'm a big um, I'm a big horror fan. Um, I love uh, doom doom metal in particular, and this show kind of has gone into different areas, such as Friday the Thirteenth fan films and uh, doom metal and some death metal. Okay. Um, but, but, you know, so we, we r- range a bit, but, um, for you, what I, I, those influences for me are pretty, pretty heavy in the, in, in, in psychologically, as far as what I produce, but, uh, what about the TV, uh, films that you like horror movies? What's that? Um, what's that for you? Uh, I just, just now got done watching a horror movie called tentacles. And, um, to anybody that listens to this, don't, don't watch the movie tentacles. Um, it's not very good. There it is. <laughs> I but, uh, didn't know we got a we got a review. Thank you, buddy. We'll add that into the show but, notes. Uh, yeah, that, that, I finished that up like ten minutes ago. Um, but um, uh, I was really interested in horror movies from the time I was super little. Like, um, you know, if I had the the dates laid out in front of me, um, like movies like The Omen and Exorcist, um. I mean, they they were super heavy for me, and I, I'm gonna say, trying to think of where of where I was living. I, I I was probably four or five, you know, watching those, and you know, and this was like early era cable TV. So, yeah. Um, and my mom, you know, she was fine with me watching anything. Like, I guess as long as there wasn't really sex in it, like then she might have been bummed out. But like, if it was just people getting their heads blown off or yeah, killing, killing. She's yeah, totally no fine with it. But um, I, I just remember being like, you know, other movies were fun to watch, but that like that like real true like welling up of fear that you get as a, you know, four and five year old seeing these things on film and kind of thinking they're real was super effective. So, you know, there was only so many channels. So I would watch those movies like I, I probably watched The Omen as a five year old or whatever, 30 times. You know, yeah. just because they because they're constantly just rerunning them because there was really there wasn't a lot of channels. And there wasn't a lot of content, you know, so um, those those affected me and kind of stayed with me. I I watch a lot less horror now um, because I, I it doesn't really it doesn't get me the same way, you know, and, right. um, it, you know, and I, I think now I mean, I I know and I'm 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 jumping about 42 years ahead, but um. I, I remember making like when you start painting, like you get to a point where, or at least for me, like, I, you know, you learn a little bit about color theory and you kind of get a set of skills and like, OK, now you can paint. So just because you paint can paint doesn't mean you can make a good painting at all. Um, you know, you've got to have a subject matter, an idea, style, whatever um, concept. And I, you know, I. I, I'd been showing in galleries almost from the time I was painting, really from the first, I'd probably the third or fourth painting. I found my, you know, a way to get these things into galleries, which doesn't mean they were good paintings per se, but I was getting them into galleries. Like part of me thought they were important enough that they really should be hung on a wall and, you know, the whole community yeah. of the world had to see them. But, you know, you got to have wrong. some of that audacity. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So, 
so you know at the time I, I would say like you know early on i'm averaging like a month you know because speed wasn't really there um like a month to work on something and um you know you put it up and like like i had some like kind of like low level museum shows and really nice gallery shows kind of early on with some neat people and um and probably better artwork so I'd go to these things and I didn't really know anybody in these art communities. So I'd kind of be my, by myself with my plastic cup of wine and uh, just watch people like meander past my paintings without even tapping the brakes to, to, to look wow. at it, you know? So, I, you know, going back to the way these horror movies affected me as a kid, I was like, you know, I, I have to create, or at least, you know, it didn't have to be horror. But I wanted, I wanted to like kick people in the face and just like, you know, like, like, like hit them with the gavel on top of the head and just stop them and like, like ring their bell, like out of their, you know, uh, their day for a second, at least make them stop and like, give it some time. Like if I'm going to take a month, I'm going to give them a reason to give me 10 seconds or more, you know? Yeah. Um, and that, that really was, you know, directly not from horror movies where I, I was like, you know, I want to make something that's not like, Hey, maybe it's not somebody getting their heart cut out. Um, but I, I want it to be that heavy, you know? Um, so that kind of led me down, you know, this path where people look a little more for sure now, um, you know, and you're, I'm always asking new questions to see if, um, you know, I can get that to work better. Um, and it, it, it is, you know, uh, a tricky place to play in when you're trying to scare the fuck out of people really without giving them direct scary images, you know? Right. Right. It's, it, it, well, I, I, on, on that, um, you got an exhibit at the dark art emporium. I'm, I'm new to that. I, I looked at some of their stuff and yeah. I feel like, cool spot, I, I sh- sure. yeah, it, it's just fantastic. I see they do a podcast as well. And I know, uh, it exhibit a devil's uh, doorbell. Um, you had a relationship with the dark art emporium and I'm just, and, oh, by the way, congratulations and seeing that. I always love to see somebody having a, a, an exhibit like that. They've done such a nice job advertising it and such, but uh, a little bit about uh, your uh, exhibit there. Uh, I, st- so, so it's owned by a Jeremy shot. Who's a great guy who I, j- I just really started talking to say within the last year, uh, maybe, maybe two years. I I've had a couple pieces in here and there. So I'm new with him. Um, Jeremy cross and they call them the, the Jeremy's, um, Jeremy cross is the curator and Jeremy cross really put me in like my first art show where I was in with like my peers. Like I, I had done all these art shows before that were, um, you know, like community, community galleries or, um, you know, it it was a lot of like me and Sunday painters, you know, kind of thing. And, um, Jeremy cross was doing something very different than was happening with, um, contemporary art. It was him and, uh, another painter, Cam Rackham. And they, they would curate these shows in Los Angeles uh, at a place called Forgotten Saints. Uh, and I'm going to say that was that was in like 2008. Um, so it's going back 13 years. So I, I went out for that. Like, I, you know, it was a show where um, it, it was a lot of the artists I liked and 
also like clown from slipknot had a six foot painting in it max cavalera from sepultura so it was like they were Dang. getting all these like uh rock dude you know or metal dudes in there um to yeah. do artwork so uh you know for that to go from like kind of community gallery and all of a sudden i'm showing with dudes from slipknot and sepultura like i was like all right i'm flying out for that <laughs> like this is really cool and it was no it wound kidding. up being an amazing show and um uh jeremy i didn't exactly like fully meet and hang out but it was it was a melee like this this gallery like bef- like what before they opened the doors for the opening had like lines around the block it was kind of crazy like i hadn't been to anything like that fantastic and, um, wow but but since then uh, i've i've shown in a lot of those type of galleries that like darker galleries uh for the most part and then i curated uh i think i've done six or seven shows now um and i've had jeremy in those shows so he's come out to the east coast a lot of those are like new york or philly um where i did those so like jeremy would come out so i i've had like a you know over a decade of relationship with him and he's just he's a fun guy makes great art and does really really great art shows so um yeah, we have a, a long relationship there. Yeah, fantastic. That's great to hear. And thanks for sharing about that. I always like to learn uh, more about that. And I, I gotta, I gotta fully admit, I saw a couple details about the metal and Sepultura, mm-hmm. and uh, and the type of paintings that were there. I'm like, man, talk about a jamboree. That's a gorgeous thing you got going on there. That's great. Yeah, yeah um, absolutely. Good. It's, it sounds. I'm just great. A great, great thing to hear about. Um. I wanted to ask a couple big questions, buddy, because um, oh, you're like saving the big ones. We're going with the big ones now. I, right. I got a couple. I'm, I'll get a couple. I'm easier. ready. I think I'm I'll, ready. I know. I got a couple. Uh, <laughs> I got a couple of easy ones. I'll slip in there too. If you start, <laughs> you start to lose your footing, you know, I'll be right. like, hey, that that the vanilla that vanilla ice cream. Quite yeah, the some softballs every now and quite again. the thing, right? <laughs> um, but I do I do have a big one because I want to know uh, uh-huh. uh, what is art. Oh, I mean, I, I, I can only speak for myself. Um, I mean, uh, most importantly to me, it's, uh, it, it basically keeps the gears turning in one side of my head all the time, whether I'm painting or not painting to keep me half sane. And, you know, I, I know a lot of, it seems like, uh, goofy to say, like a million people have said, like, it's like therapy, but you know, I, I really think everybody should do art. And I doesn't mean that doesn't mean that a lot of great art would come out of it. But I think I think people's mental health would be better if they did. Um, but it but it always keeps the wheels turning on one side of my brain, like whether I'm driving, I'm painting, I'm at the supermarket, I'm, I'm always kind of thinking about the next step in a process or maybe an idea that I've got rolling around in my head. So I think I think it keeps a lot of the uh, not the demons at bay, but like just, just the, the bullshit from building up in your brain. So I, I, you know, for me, again, you can do it to make money, but it most importantly to me, like it it keeps me mentally healthy for sure. And, and, you know, you get to create a whole new language, you know, if, if you're lucky enough or you work hard enough, uh, which, yeah, you know, it, it, it's interesting to people. You know, that's why there's museums of all this shit in every major city in the world, really, because it's it's interesting. And like, you know, some of that stuff was worthless in its time. And, and now, you know, they do tours of, uh, you know, thousands of people each day go and view it and discuss it. So 
it, 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 this stuff is important to people. It's, it's, it's brain food. Um, so from the, you know, my own personal mental health and staying calm, like that's, that's important, but, but also being able to throw a new idea out into the world that's never been seen is pretty cool too. Like, even if you have just one fan that's, that's really latches on and gets into it, that's enough. You know, like if you really affected some, like someone's life like that, that's enough. And if they pick up a paintbrush, even better, you know, that, that, that's awesome too. That's, that's really mostly what I want is to excite people enough to, to start painting. Yeah. I, I, I really appreciate your thoughts, buddy. And there's a, there's a lot, there's a lot in there that, um, you know, deeply interests me. I, I, th I thought about when, when you're describing some of the things, uh, uh, you know, of, of, about art and particularly the healing components, I find that sometimes during this show, it's, it's, um, it's, the category question is not clear about what we're doing, right? Because mm -hmm. at a certain point, it doesn't matter whether somebody's a painter or they're a singer. And at a certain point, it's not quite clear, um, you know, um, what, you know, whether it's, whether, what type of performance or what the art is, it has to do with the person or um, why they do it or the experience of the viewer seeing the art compared to the process for you in, in creating it. Um, there's so many vantage points to, to go at it. But one of the things that keeps coming up, buddy, is, is, is about uh, healing and about language and about mm -hmm. the power of it um, that keeps, keeps it uh, be really compelling to me. And there's a lot of psychological aspects. I end up talking about a lot of psychology. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's really hard. I just, I, cause I mean, for me, I, I, I've taken certain breaks here and there and I, I can tell I'm more wound up and bitchy um, when I'm really not in like a normal work schedule of just getting, you know, just sitting in the chair in the studio and getting some stuff done. But it's hard to say exactly what it does, you know, but it does, it does turn the frequency down and, and calms me down. But, you know, but that, that's, that's, that's like, you know, my moving meditation, uh, you know, otherwise, like I, I've been buying art, art books, you know, since like early high school. Um, and, you know, looking at this stuff, other people's work is, is highly important too. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really entertaining for me and it shouldn't be, you know, like if you think about painting, it just sits there and does nothing, but um but it is it's 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 visual entertainment that just sits there 2d flat not moving it it seems like something that that should shouldn't even be considered now like you know people could have screens all over their house now that you know at, at televisions a hundred dollars like they could replace all their artwork with little screens and just have rolling pictures all the time but for some reason these yeah. images are beautiful and entertaining to us and they still i mean i I have a whole library room dedicated to just art books and um and I love those things like I cherish those things and uh, I, and I can't put my finger on that like why do I give a shit you know like why why did I give a fuck when I was a little kid but but I've always been super like I seeing seeing a painting that moves you is like is like this crazy magical thing you know and I still I still yeah. get hit like that like it's a little harder for me with music which I I definitely sought out, you know, like pre-internet as a kid, like we were finding out about bands right when they came out. I was, I was very interested in digging for music and finding new music and, 
And now, you know, somebody will give me a band once a year that I get really excited about. But painting, it, that's constantly happening. I'm constantly seeing new artists that are that are super exciting to me visually and doing then, you know, I guess it, it's from looking at it for so long and have a sense of the history and kind of contemporary history of what's going on when I see, I can, I can see when somebody's doing something that's totally new and that, that excites me for sure. You know? Yeah. And that, uh, the power of that feeling, I heard that the magic that you talk about, I have that experience too. And I appreciate you mention art books and it is peculiar how we, I, I remain attached to them as a source of learning and inspiration, oh, yeah. Yeah. but it does seem, it does seem arcane at times, doesn't it? As you paw through them. Right. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, um, sort of. It's you know, it's like I like I understand like if I put Slayer on, it's gonna blow my head off, you know. Uh, or if I put a movie on, you know, there's CGI and it's amazing and the sound. But like, you know, these, these especially you know when we're talking about paintings should be boring as paintings just sitting on a wall. A photograph of a painting in a book should be almost nothing. But yeah, they to me they're super important and. I mean, I guess they're important to a lot of other people because the books are expensive as shit. So yeah, no, okay. <laughs> still buy them. That's that's okay if it's it's your book and you have a market for it. But right. <laughs> they are, yeah. they they are, they can be expensive. Hey, um, I was wondering um, your thoughts, buddy, on uh, art, uh, art now. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, talking about what is art, but what about art now? I mean, people have been. Some people have been talking about it in the pandemic. I know I have on my podcast saying, mm-hmm. you know, is it, is it more important? Is, is, is it, what's what's art's role right now? You know, we're here February 2021. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I, I couldn't say anything. I, I haven't. I mean, well, I'm looking mostly for me. I'm talking about painting when I'm talking about art like right now. I mean, sure, I'm certainly sure. a fan of everything else as well. Um I think, I mean, painting moves pretty quickly because of, say, Instagram, but but painting and painting styles move pretty slowly in general. Um, so I, I think I think probably in another six months, like we could probably see a definite turn of styles or subject matter as, as people get more and more uh, annoyed and depressed from this pandemic. Uh, uh, but, I, you know, I, I think the, the sheer amount of work has has gone crazy um just because there's nothing to do other than get your ass in the seat and get some stuff done um so that that's that's the only real positive thing i can see i i don't see any you know the 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 movements changing just due to you know this this pandemic happening you know i i I feel like like for my work specifically like things were kind of okay for the last, you know, maybe short of, uh, you know, 2008 when everything fell apart, things were kind of okay compared to a pandemic, but there's like an underlying sadness, depression, like a pull into, you know, whatever friends, acquaintances die, you know, here and there, you have fights with people, whatever. There's that, that grit building up in your, your brain and, you know, in your soul a little bit. So like I was trying to show that, in a time where things are kind of okay. Now that everything's fucking horrible, I don't even know if I want to paint what I paint. And I, that doesn't mean I want to get darker because it's a much darker time. Like I almost, you know, want to paint some flowers and puppies and shit. Cause 
Yeah. You know, it, 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 like because I, I don't want to be reminded that how, how shitty things are out there. And, you know, and people are dying all over the place from this invisible bugs, you know, that we're all breathing at each other. It's, it's fucking scary. Yeah, um, sure. So, like, we don't need as much scary as I thought we did before. So for me, like, I, you know, I don't know if I, like, want to kind of paint happier shit because of this. You know, it's kind of yeah. like the opposite world, at least the way I see it. I'm sure a lot of people are going to latch onto it. And I mean, we're going to, we're you know, painting wise and photo wise and, and most certainly video wise, um, there's going to be a sense of history of how, how bizarrely strange and 28 days later this whole thing was um, to go through. Right. It's a balance. It's like. Hey, maybe maybe we're talking about the origin of your uh, balance and harmony period, right? To counteract, right? That's what's yeah. going to come out of it. The balance <laughs> and harmony, visual harmony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. uh, buddy, you you grew up. I mean, I think you grew up uh, out on the East Coast. Um, I did. The geography for this question doesn't necessarily have to dictate its answer, but uh, mm-hmm. what what or who made you who you are? Oh fuck everything yeah everything right? i've ever come experienced really i mean i yeah I, I mean i i i think right now i'm i'm being brainwashed by you a little bit to become who i am five minutes from now i mean we're constantly taking in information that's informing the people that we become so uh yeah yeah i, I don't i don't have a specific like i i did i wasn't horribly abused or anything if that's what we're, we're getting are we no, no, you could be like, I'm just you know, somebody, but somebody no, there, there, you... there was nothing that like sent me like down a specific path. Uh, no, but, no. I mean, all, all the art that I took in movies, entertainment, uh, you know, and like it, it's it's not all metal and, uh, you know, and horror movies like I like comedy and I, you know, I, I like, uh, you know, fishing and a walk through the park. I like the beach. Like, I don't just like dreary shit and like i i certainly don't like dress like a goth dude uh i i'm informed by by everything and i i i think some some of the especially like in the dark art realm like people will kind of hyper focus in on that stuff like dark literature and um um you know art specifically uh movies music whatever i i'm i'm open to all of it i'm 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 kind of more like in that realm like like a frat boy where i i I really don't give a fuck about like the label and I kind of enjoy um, the openness of being able to, I don't know, just, just dig whatever I want to. And, and really allows me to say whatever I you know want to say. Like, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't have to go down like a dark art hipster road. I can kind of be myself, which is a little more goofy than say dark. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, and, uh, I, I totally uh, connect with that too. I wonder about that tension and I'm sure you, you must see it a lot where, you know, what you create becomes, it has a, a tone or has an interpretation and people connect with that and you could still be like, Hey, you know, there's a person behind it. And, and that dynamic, I think a lot of people try to infer a lot from the work back oh, into uh, the artist. Right. I, I, I don't get it as much now. And um, I mean, like, like I said, when I started really showing in gal, like, and, and once I showed like, you know, with Jeremy and those guys, like I, I stopped submitting to galleries, like all of a sudden it was on. Um, and I, I was getting hit up by galleries constantly after that. So I, 
my schedule just filled up completely. But but again, so it's 2008, 2009. I had just gotten on Facebook. That was probably around the beginning of Facebook. Um, and I'm, I'm uploading these images that not too many people have seen unless they've been to these galleries specifically. Like now, now you know, people in dark art realm kind of know what it is. Um, but yeah, right off the bat, like people were saying they thought I was a serial killer and, you know, all kinds of other horrible shit. And, you know, like I was a soccer coach and I played darts two nights a week in leagues and, you know, like I was <laughs> right, 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 most right. certainly didn't have time to go serial killing. So, you know, and, and, you know, when I, when I say Facebook was new, people didn't really know how to use it. So, right. I mean, they still act, you know, comment threads are, are extremes on either end. It's like, you're the best or you fucking suck. You know, there's never like, Hey, you're just okay. But, but, <laughs> right, right. but back then, it was even weirder, you know, like people didn't really know how to act on there. And they, you know, that, um, that disconnection where you're behind the keyboard was way bigger, you know, like by now, like people probably have gotten punched in the face for saying like some girl's beautiful and it, you know, dude, boyfriend figures out where you live and he punched you in the face. Like there was no accountability in 2008 and people really didn't know my artwork. So yeah, they, the extremes on the way they reacted to it were really concerning at first Right. And then then I just had to laugh it off and just say, like, all right, well, you know, this person that says I'm a serial killer, I'm pretty sure they're an asshole all day long and just do asshole things. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be bothered by that stuff. anymore. I got a big question for you, buddy. Oh, another one for another softball. But go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know. I know. <laughs> Why is there something rather than nothing? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I, I probably should have done my homework on that. Why is there something rather than nothing? I don't know uh, if homework, I don't know if homework helps. Uh, helps I, 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 I guess I, I just have to go. I mean, it's a weird ass question. So I'm going to have to go the weird route and just say that like, be, there's something because we're here to experience it. My senses allow me to experience these things around me and that's why there's something yeah that's it i I can't go on at length about that weird question no no that's that 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 is buddy i'm I'm serious it's a a completely credible completely credible answer absolutely (laughs) hey um buddy before i before i let you go i actually had um a a question and about um about about your process of um, just the basics about the process of of how you make your paintings. I was struck in some of the descriptions I read about how many how long it takes and how many um, steps there are in your process. And I know I might yeah. seem mundane to you or I don't mean to be intrusive, but I was wondering if just kind of like an outline when somebody sees some of the images that they'll see, you know, before or after this podcast. What yeah. what, what, is, what is that? Yeah, the, the thing that you know, and again, nobody can go to galleries right now to see anything, um, which sucks. Like, yeah, especially with the, the Dark Art Emporium show that, that you know, just finished up doing it, working on, you know, it was basically 18 total paintings, some which were pretty big and nobody can go. Uh, that, <laughs> that was kind of right. a bummer. Um, but I, I mentioned that because, let's say early on when I started putting my work up on, you know, Facebook and had a website and whatever. A lot of people 
thought my work was digital. And, you know, they're either looking at it on a, on a, a laptop or, you know, 99% of the time they're looking at it on a phone with a, you know, a three inch screen. So everything blends together and looks, looks like I played around in Photoshop. But if you go to the gallery, these things look like they're run over half the time. Like it's, 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 uh, when you say there's lots of layering and all like that, like I, I, I kind of start them differently, but each time, but, um, as I build layers, it's, a. Uh, I like, I'll, I'll, I'll some, it depends, but usually I'll spray paint the, um, the, say the head in with, with a, with a white gray and black, uh, on top of a gray base. So that like right away, and I, I, I do it like outside of my backyard, like I, even if it's windy, so that like I'm losing control right away of that person's yeah, face. Yeah. So, but you know, so my base for that person is already, is already screwed up. And, you know, from, from there I'll, I'll usually um, brush paint a bit on top of it. And this is all gray tones. Um, then, um, then I come in with, with uh, graphite and kind of do these little kind of snail trails outlining things, which is something I did as a kid with like newspapers. Like if you have a, you know, somebody's cheek that has a highlight on it and you take a pencil, you know, the, the, the higher white part versus the darker part. And I outline the white part in a dark pencil, that white part's coming out at you all of a sudden, you know, okay. so like it, yeah. it kind of floats up off of like the, the, the lower value of the, the, the gray, you know, the white pulls up, which I, I thought was, completely magical as a kid and i i definitely ruined some newspapers uh doing that <laughs> yeah, every single face yeah. so so it's something i still do you know now 40 years later or whatever um <clears throat> so i'll do i'll do a lot of drawing and then kind of interweave all three of those things so then then i'll spray paint again brush paint again some more um pencil and then then i'll bring in glazes so i i, I mix a matte medium with um a varnish and uh, I, I just use primary colors, uh, red, blue, and like a sand yellow. Uh, and I intermix them with grays. And, and all this stuff, the grays I use for everything, that's, that's all, um, it's all acrylic. It's all floor paint that, you know, is meant to be walked on and painted on in cement. So, um, so then, then, you know, at that point, I'm, I'm, I'm glazing thin layers of colored tinted grays and then you know later the you know the the really uh heavy like you know the red blob stuff comes on but you know those are those are pretty simple as far as figuring out how to do that man wow was that boring uh, enough i was trying to keep no, that really boring well, but, but part of the thing fucking is, awful. <laughs> when it, part of the problem is for the host and a good chunk of the listenership that the that is a gift to us thank you very much buddy hey um yeah, sure. I, I was wondering before um uh, we let you go if you could um point us in the right direction as far as uh where to find uh, your your art your images um the the art that you do um how, so how folks how can uh, folks find you uh, I don't keep my website up anymore. At some point I will, but, um, Facebook is just my name. Uh, it's spelled, um, my last name is Nestor, N-E-S-T-O-R. Uh, it'll, if you there's only a couple of us out there, but if you find it, it's either one of my paintings or some totally ridiculous thing with my icon, that'll be me. 
uh instagram it's buddy.nestor and again and n-e-s-t-o-r so that's that's where you're going to find most of my artwork on the internet now oh great hey um uh serious thanks um yeah, it's great talking uh, to you good to meet you man yeah, yeah just really really great work and um thank you deeply for your time and hope we get a chance to talk again buddy yeah thanks dude yeah i'll do it anytime just hit me up right. thank you take care now all right see you bye this is something rather than nothing 